All right, it's Rob Zagari, Rob Zagari Show. We are live here on iHeartRadio. We are here live on Blog Talk Radio. We are live here on Spreaker.com. So those are all the places that you can listen to us live. And then, of course, after the show's over, you go to iTunes and Spreaker uh, and, of course, uh, Blog Talk and iHeartRadio. For the rebroadcast. So, all right, that's out of the way. Uh, where do we begin? That's the question. Where do we begin? Obamacare through the roof. Through the roof. Remember, we talked about this, what, five, six months ago? And I equated it uh, to the assault weapons uh, ban. Remember? The assault weapons ban. Remember that was a big deal for Clinton? Big deal. Assault weapons ban. But it ran out in 10 years. Ran out in 10 years. So it made all the Democrats, all the liberals, all the progressives, warm and fuzzy uh, for 10 years. And of course, uh, you had... uh, the enhanced uh, prison terms and so forth and so on uh, that were able uh, to get Republicans on board. But at the end of the day, the out was the bill expiring in 10 years. That was the out. Well... Obamacare was basically the assault weapons ban. It was something that he needed to pass. He, he, he had to make this be the signature piece of legislation. And everybody knew it was going to be bad. Everybody knew. It was going to jack rates up. Everybody knew you were going to lose your health care as far as Blue Cross Blue Shield, Anthem, Kaiser Permanente, whoever. Everybody knew that. And when I say everybody, Washington, the people that passed this bill, Democrats, Republicans who didn't put up enough of a fight. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. But here was the out. The bill would not start to unravel until the final year of Obama's presidency. Hell, the final three months of his presidency. So this bill was crafted where there was an out clause for Blue Cross Blue Shield, Anthem. All these companies had an out. They just had to stay in there for seven years. That's basically it. 
And here we are coming up on the eighth year, the final two, three months of Obama's presidency. And everybody's able to opt out. And that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's able to jack up the premiums. People are losing their doctors. They're losing their original insurance. If you're out here in California, you actually are going to catch a break. Because the premiums aren't going to go up 20 or 25%. They're only scheduled to go up something like 15 to 17%. Woo! But if you got Anthem or Aetna, actually, I think it's Aetna, they're, they're gone. They're gone. They're out of here. So now this entire boondoggle is being exposed. Being exposed. And people like Sarah Palin are proven right. I know it's got to just completely... The left's got to be losing their minds out of all the people. That are actually right. It's Sarah Palin. Because everything that Loon said. Seven years ago. however, I mean you know. <laughs> back in what? 07. Everything that Loon said. Is turning out. To be a thousand. Percent. Accurate. Thousand percent accurate. And I remember all the liberals. No, that they're, they're just scared. These are scare tactics. You're going to be able to keep your insurance. Your premiums aren't going to go. And listen, I told you guys the story. I'm not going to go through it again because those of you who listen to the show will be switching the dial. But I told you, I never paid attention to the Obamacare, open enrollment, insurance, thingy-ma-bob. I worked for someone. I was covered by that company. I was also a liberal then. So I just sat there and went, ah, the Republicans are crazy. They're making things up, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until my girlfriend got pregnant, wasn't until I no longer worked for the company that I was working for, and I had to go out and get insurance. And when I went out to get insurance, they said, you can't buy insurance right now. You have to wait until open enrollment. I said, but I don't want Obamacare. I make too much money for Obamacare. This is the one time where I'm, you know, happy I don't qualify for something that will get me a deal. I'm happy. I make too much money. And they said, it doesn't matter. You still got to wait. So I've been going through doctor's appointments with my girlfriend, laying out a thousand here, 700 here, 400 there. 
probably laid out five grand, which I shouldn't have had to have. Should have had Blue Cross Blue Shield. So that kind of smartened me up, kind of kind of sobered me up to the whole thing. And I got Republican friends that said, gee, stupid, where have you been? Where the hell have you been? We've been dealing with this while you were uh, uh, having your, 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 your insurance covered by uh, that company and you were spouting liberal doctrine. I said, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I messed up. So now everybody's going, oh my God, this is horrible. And if there was a better candidate, if it wasn't Donald Trump, a Republican would be able to take advantage of the... This whole notion, and I'm going to say this again, this whole notion that any other Republican candidate would be winning by 10 or 15 points is straight up fantasy. Straight up fantasy. Well, look, when when you do these hypothetical polls, fantasy. Absolute fantasy. Do you think the media, you think the media, if it wasn't Donald Trump and it was, say, Ted Cruz or Jeb Bush, you think the media was going to turn on Hillary Clinton? You think the media, who's eating dinner, At John Podesta's house, CBS, ABC, CNN, you think they were going to turn on Hillary Clinton? Don't you guys get it? We had eight years of the black guy, and now we're going to have four years of the woman. I'm not saying that's a foregone conclusion. I'm saying what they were saying four, five, six years ago. I told you, the media, the Democrats, they've been planning this since 2000. Since 2000, when they got screwed When they got screwed out of that election, they got themselves together and they said, no more. This will never happen to us ever again. Please, this Obamacare stuff has been known for a year. It's been known for two years. Premiums have been going up. This didn't just happen today. This quagmire in Iraq 
has been happening. It didn't just happen in the last month or two. All these children getting slaughtered in Aleppo hasn't just happened in the last month or two. This has been happening. The media's been burying it. They've been doing everything that they could to take your eyes off of these issues. Don't tell me, oh, if we would have just had a different candidate, we'd be destroying Hillary Clinton. No, it doesn't work like that. One thing, the Republican Party, my party, they destroyed themselves long before Donald Trump came along. You got to remember, year after year after year, they told anywhere between 10 and, say, 20 million people, if you just give us A, B, and C, we will give you the world. And then they're given that. And they don't deliver the world. They don't even deliver a state. They deliver a a county full of lead water. That's what they deliver. And they tell them to drink up. And then a few years later, those same people say, give us A, B, and C, and this time, trust us, we're going to give you the world. And then those 10, 15, 20 million people get suckered in again. And they go, okay. And they get nothing. They don't get the world. They get a bunch of dirty, lead-filled water. And this keeps on going. This keeps on going. It it, it never ends. It never ends. I mean, we could go back to Bob Dole. But let's just go with McCain. Let's just go with McCain. Here, 10, 15, 20 million people. We're going to give you McCain. You're going to vote for him and Sarah Palin. And we're going to give you the world. Okay. Lose. 2010. You're you're going to vote for all these people. And we're going to give you the world. Okay. Now Republicans do nothing. 2014. All right, listen. All right, here we go. You're going to vote for Romney and you're going to vote for all these people and all these seats and then we're going to give you the world. Uh, Okay. Nothing. So for all these people 
that are going, if we would have just had someone else besides Trump, how? You still would have needed the 10 to 15 to 20 million people that you've sold coal to for the past 15 or 20 years. You would have still needed those people. You would have still needed those people. And those people were done getting burned. Those people were done voting for a Jeb Bush. 3.0. They were done voting for Marco Rubio. They were done. You could only cry wolf so many times. So for all the people on the right, all my pals, all my never-Trumpers, this concept of anybody but Trump, we'd be winning, we'd be ready to take the what? BS. Absolute BS. You want to talk about the perfect, absolutely perfect storm. And it would never have happened. It would never have happened. Absolutely would never have happened. You would have had to have bamboozled the 10 to 15 to 20 million people for a, what, sixth time. So you'd have had to bamboozle them for like a sixth time. You would have had to have had the media go, yeah, you know what? We are all diehard liberals. We, we, we are just shills beyond shills. And we all desperately want a woman to be president. But you know what? Nah. We're going to go completely against who we are. Never, it, 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 this perfect storm wouldn't have happened. Yeah, Andrea Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell, the MSNBC reporter. Andrea Mitchell, wife of Alan Greenspan. Andrea Mitchell, who emails Colin Powell and says, Donald Trump is, is awful. Andrea Mitchell, who gets fed questions from Hillary Clinton's campaign. They, they literally show her their phone that has a question to ask. And then Andrea Mitchell asks Hillary Clinton the question. You would have had to have Andrea Mitchell all of a sudden go, Yeah, I really like Ted Cruz. Get the F out of here. Get out of here, you delusional retards. And I said it, retards. Okay. You delusional, never-Trumper retards. You Bill Crystal idol retards. You Eric Erickson, Ben Shapiro retards. You Megan McCain, give me another Twinkie retards. Sure. Andrea Mitchell have been just, just, 
Woo! Give me Ted Cruz. Woo! Chris Matthews would have been all about Ted Cruz, man. George Stepanopoulos would have been all about. All about. Marco Rubio. Oh, hell yeah. I laid this out for you guys before. Whether you want to admit it or not, Ted Cruz had an infidelity problem. Ted Cruz had a legitimate infidelity problem. Talk about women coming forward going, I was sexually assaulted by Donald Trump. I had an affair with Ted Cruz. I had an affair with Ted Cruz. And Marco Rubio had a gay porn problem. Not him performing in gay porn, but his best friend being involved with a gay porn site. And rather, he just rented his house to a gay porn company. These are things that would have been over and 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 over over again. You really think ABC and NBC and CBS and CNN would have been sitting there every night talking about WikiLeaks. And you don't even know if WikiLeaks would have been leaked. Because remember, according to Clinton, according to Never Trumpers, this was a Putin... Julian Assange plan to get Donald Trump elected. So, according to Clinton, and according to Eric Erickson and Glenn Beck and the Never Trump crew, this whole WikiLeaks thing was to get Donald Trump elected. So, if Donald Trump was not running... There's no Putin love fest. There's no Putin, Julia Assange, Donald Trump love fest. So what's to say all of these WikiLeaks would have been leaked? You never Trumpers are, are, are beautiful in the sense of saying... Well, take Donald Trump out of the situation right now and put Jeb Bush in his place. We'd be winning. You can't do that. It's kind of like during the primaries. When Kasich would say, look, if I ran against Hillary, I'd be beating her right now. Donald Trump runs against Hillary. He loses. Ted Cruz runs against Hillary. He loses. I win. Yeah, but stupid. You don't get the votes from the people you need to get the votes from right now. And you can't play this 
alternate universe and pretend the primaries don't exist and you're just going to automatically leapfrog into the general. It's not how it works. Just like all the never-Trumpers can't pretend that everything that's going on right now would still be going on. And all you'd have to do is remove Trump from the picture and insert Marco Rubio and voila. You can't do that. You can't automatically assume that there'd be WikiLeaks. That the media would all of a sudden roll over and go, we want Rubio, we want Rubio. And then Rubio would be perfectly clean. Nothing would come out about Marco Rubio. The altar boy would exist for five months. And ultimately, it would be a landslide because the 10 to 15 to 20 million Trump people that are diehard, you know, the 20, 25,000 that show up to rallies would be that enthused about Marco Rubio. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. It somehow just tries to make the never Trumpers feel better inside. Feel better inside that they were part of sabotaging the Trump campaign. And I'm not saying that if it wasn't for them, oh, Trump would be winning. I'm I'm not saying that. Trump has done enough things that play into where we are today. Now, remember, I don't believe the 11, 12, 13% in polls. Don't believe it. Don't believe that. I believe it's a lot closer. But if Trump didn't play into a lot of his own problems, and then you have the never-Trumpers that are not never-Trumpers, they all just bit their tongue, just like all of us bit our tongue with McCain and Romney, then I do believe Trump would be legitimately up right now cruising into a victory, not having this nail-biter that we're going through. But everybody knows, in this day and age, when it comes to these presidential elections, our country is so divided that every vote really does matter. At least in the swing states. Not so much in California, New York, and Texas. But in those five, six, seven swing states, every vote matters. And by and large, even votes in California and Texas matter. Because the people in Ohio and people in Florida, they see 
that enthusiasm. They see that excitement. And then they want to be part of it. So in this day and age, every vote counts. Every opinion counts. Having everybody on board counts. Having everybody on board counts. Because for every person that's not on board, think about this. For every person that's not on board, they can influence 10, 15, 20 people. You know, when I hear Cheeto face Glenn Beck go, Oh, if I was such influence, if I could influence an election, why the hell would Ted Cruz have lost? That, 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 that's not what we're talking about. But if you take Glenn Beck and you take Eric Erickson and you take Essie Cup and you take Bill Crystal, you take the, the, the National Review, if you take all of those people as a whole, if you take all of those people at Ben Shapiro, that little prick. If you take all those people as a whole, then yeah, you could be talking about half a million people. Not one of them can influence an outcome, but as a whole, sure. A hundred percent. If you take every single one of those never Trumpers. I mean, just take a look at the primaries. Trump still won. But the never Trump movement kept Cruz and kept Kasich hanging in there long enough. The only reason those people hung in there was because the never Trumpers gave them hope. If there was no never Trumpers, Cruz and Kasich would have dropped out a month, a month and a half before. We talked about that. How Trump was steamrolling in any other primary, everybody would have cleared the way. Everybody would have got out. Everybody would have went, well, I'm drawing 200 people for a rally. He's drawing 20,000 people for a rally. Because ultimately, if Gingrich didn't get out, Romney would have been in the same position as Trump was. If Santorum never got out. If the two and three guy never got out against Romney, Romney would have been going through the exact same thing because you would have had a group of Gingrich people that were with Gingrich to the bitter end. And they would have said, all right, Newt, however long you're in it, I'm with you. And Romney would have never gotten the percentage that he wound up getting If Newt stayed in to the bitter end. 
But there was no uh, never Romney campaigns. So Newt and Santorum did what you're supposed to do. When you're mathematically eliminated, when you're mathematically eliminated, or you're close to being mathematically eliminated, and when you look at the map, winning requires you to win every single state by more than 65%. When that's painted to you, you get out. But Cruz and Kasich never did it. Why? Because the Never Trump crew was there. The Never Trump crew enabled and gave some bizarre quasi-hope to Kasich and Cruz. So it's the same thing in the general. If you're giving... A small group of people, this quasi-reason to still put up a fight, you factor that in with Trump causing some of his own stumbles, you factor that in with the media, And now you're doing a three-on-one battle. And if you could get over, if you could get over the media hump, and you could get over your own screw-ups, you got to deal with the never-Trump a-holes. And that's where we are. And now the Never Trump a-holes, if you put on Hugh Hewitt's, if you put on Megan McCain's, if you put on uh, Bill Crystal's, if you, if you put on uh, Glenn Beck's, they're now telling everybody it's over. They're now telling all the Republicans it's over. Trump's Finished. We now need to prepare for a Republican Party after Trump. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. And I know other people have said this. Democrats do not do to their nominees what Republicans do to theirs. As horrible as Hillary Clinton is, every single one of those Democrats are biting their tongue and they're going along with the program. And if they don't like her, 
They're not saying it in public. They're not saying it off the record. They're just pretending she doesn't exist. They are staying out of the political press and the line of fire. That's what they're doing. And some of them are straight up looking unbelievably silly like Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has a history as a history of calling out Hillary Clinton from when she was the first lady and as Elizabeth Warren was a a professor to these last couple years and yet what do you see Elizabeth Warren Hillary Clinton's and she's a fighter. She's a rah, rah, rah. Wow. And that's something. Instead, with the Republicans, you got Ben Sass. Donald Trump, he's an a-hole. Rah, 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 rah. It's insane. I told you guys yesterday how easy it would be for the principled Republicans. When they're like, so are you going to support Donald Trump? Do you support the things that Donald Trump has said about women? Do you support? How do you look at your kids? Around? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, Wolf. Time out. Time out. Do I agree with everything Donald Trump says? No. Do I agree with things that he said about women? No. When my young daughters go, Daddy, Daddy, are you supporting the bad man, Donald Trump, and the thing? I talk to my daughters and I say, Listen, daughters, these things that Donald Trump said are wrong. These things Donald Trump did are bad. But they pale in comparison to what Hillary Clinton has done in the past 30 years. You want to know something, daughters? What, daddy? Hillary Clinton was responsible for the death. For the death. The death. Let me show you something, daughters. See this? Oh, my God, daddy. Those are are people dragging a man through the street and sticking sticks in in his bum. Yeah. And guess what? Hillary's responsible for that. Oh, my God, Daddy. So guess what, Wolf? You're right. Donald Trump is very rough around the edges, and he said some really, really, really horrible things on numerous occasions. And I don't condone any of that. But guess what? He's never been responsible for any of our Uh, dignitaries, any of our ambassadors, anybody like that, to being dragged through the streets, having sticks poked in their rectums, lit on fire, and tortured for hours on end. 
So guess what, Wolf? I'll take the rough and rugged Donald Trump over somebody that does that to one of our ambassadors. And I told my daughters, and guess what, Wolf? At the end of the day, my daughters looked at me and said, you know what, Daddy, you're right. There. That, that's, all the, that's all the Republicans would have had to have done. That's all the principled Republicans would have had to do. That's all they would have had to have done. And they would have shut down Wolf Blitzer in two seconds. But they didn't. Instead, they did what Democrats don't do. Which is eat their own. Democrats don't eat their own. End of story. They don't eat their own. They're still up there talking about how Obamacare is awesome. (laughs) Obamacare is a disaster. And, And they won't admit it. They won't admit it. They will not admit it. Think about those ads that Obama ran against Hillary Clinton. That basically said she was horrible. You don't see the media playing them on a 24-hour news cycle. But they sure play uh, all the videos of different Republicans saying Donald Trump is horrible. Hell, I heard Bernie come out yesterday and say, Well, you know... If somebody hacked into the emails that me and my staff had, there you would probably see a lot of awful and horrible things that we said about Hillary Clinton and her staff. That's a campaign. Hey, telling you, Democrats, after 2000, they got together and said, we will never ever lose again we will a control the media and every aspect of the media i I mean mean, guys you seen the story yesterday You, you you seen the story yesterday where the boss or i should say the underboss of facebook Basically said, she's beyond excited for Hillary Clinton to become president. She wants Hillary Clinton to be president so bad. Facebook. You know. The information highway. To a billion plus people. The company. That. Buries. Any story. That has. Democrats. Being shown in a bad light. And they promote. Any story. That has Republicans. Being portrayed. In a bad light. 
This is the COO. Cheryl Sandberg. Thing I, I can't wait. Can't wait for Hillary Clinton to be president. I mean, all those WikiLeaks emails showed her and Podesta communicating back and forth. I mean, that's troubling. I I mean, you know, I I beat this drum over and over again. I beat this drum over and over again. We are never, ever going to win unless we control the media. Unless we could put an offer on the table for $86 billion like AT&T can for Time Warner. Unless the Koch brothers can pony up $86 million. And that just shows you that these companies are up for sale. Just shows you. Twitter's up for sale. So until we purchase a Time Warner, an AT&T, until we do those things, we're doomed. We're doomed. Till we do those and we purge our party from the people like the Ben Sass or Mike Lee, this a-hole. I mean, we're going to wind up losing Utah, not because Hillary Clinton is this awesome candidate. Because it's Mormon country. It's the magic underpants country. And you got Mitt Romney and Mike Lee and Glenn Beck. And his little Mormon stooges on his show. Promoting this this Evan whatever his name is. The other magic underpants guy. He's like another Lindsey Graham. A guy, I, I think the guy's like. 40-something years old or 30-something years old, never been married, no girlfriend, Mormon. Come on. Please. There's red flags all over that dude. It's just creepo. Ben Sass. They're all creepos. This guy's going to wind up winning Utah. So until we control the media, and I said before, and it's not the, uh, uh, let's pay nine ninety nine for an over the top, uh, uh, you know, system. I, I seen uh, uh, what's his name there, uh, my pal Levin, Mark Levin. His little Levin TV got hooked up with one of these, uh, uh, you know, internet. Things I don't know what the hell is it uh, uh, a new uh, a new conservative network yeah it's on the internet 
There's no influence. Listen, you're on the internet and you're doing a conservative network. The only people that are coming to it are other conservatives. Your, your, your base. That's it. It's the only people that are coming. It's not like CNN where you're sitting in the airport and you're like, oh, wow. I'm looking at CNN right now. In order to to, to, to go on one of these things, you got to go online. You're not reaching someone like my dad. You're not reaching some 78-year-old guy sitting in his Barca lounger looking at CNN or MSNBC or Fox for news. You're not reaching any of that. And Fox, they they might as well be a, 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 a liberal Station. Aside from Sean Hannity, what are you, Megan Kelly? There's another one. She's supposed to be on our side. She's supposed to. She's supposed to be on our side. But she's not. She attacks us at every turn. And when someone goes, "That's because she's a real journalist," just stop. Just stop. There, there is no real journalists. Okay? You're either on the left or you're on the right. That's it. Stop. And then there's rumors that, uh, that Zucker is going to go from CNN to Fox. He's going he's gonna to go run the, 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 the news division. He's going to leave. Because the, the Murdoch boys, they love him. They, they want to they rub him all over his, their chests. I told you, Murdoch, they're not conservatives. They're not Republicans. It's just, it's insane. It's insane. It really is. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Got to control the media. Can't eat our young. When there's going to have to be a bridge to divide. It's going to have to be a bridge to divide. Because should Trump lose this election... The only way Republicans, like the Ben Sass, Ted Cruz, the only way these people are going, and and, and let me just throw this out there, as we are talking about the right way to go about endorsing Trump and the whole principles thing. Look at Ted Cruz, for an example. Ted Cruz still... Yes, it took him a while, but he eventually came out for Trump. And while all this stuff has been going on, you haven't heard him come out and say, I'm against Trump, Trump my principal, right? He stayed under the radar. He's doing what Democrats do. He's like, I don't really have anything good to say, but I'm not going to go out there and badmouth. I'm not going to go out there. And run down 
someone from my own party. That's retarded. No matter how much I disagree with them. No matter how much it's against my principles. I mean, I will give Mark Levin credit. He's at least said, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I despise Hillary Clinton. I I don't necessarily like Donald Trump. He's not a conservative. But I despise Hillary Clinton. And I'm not going to do what the never-Trumpers are doing. I'm I'm not going to go against my own party. Democrats don't do it. Even those retarded Bernie Sanders supporters who are all like, eh, we're getting behind Hillary. Those idiots. After all said and done, they're like, got to get behind Hillary. Why? Well, she's a Democrat. Bernie's a Democrat. That's what you do. That's why this bridge, I don't see it ever mending. I don't. I I don't see this bridge ever mending. Because these never-Trumpers who are talking on the radio about how to purge the Republican Party after Trump loses, they, they need these 10 or 15 million people, 20 million, they need them. They need them, and they're not and and they're not going to get them by saying, "All right, we did the Trump experiment. Now you're going to go back and vote for our people." Yeah, but you didn't support our person. Well, that's all right, but no, it's not all right. It's not all right. It's absolutely not all right. Absolutely not all right. And I'll tell you this. Before we go to our our, our first break, and maybe we'll talk about this when we come back, okay? Imagine this. And I'll say it. You know what? Let's talk about when we come back. Let's talk about when we come back. Let's talk about... If Trump loses and what's going to happen after. Let's talk about if, and I still don't believe it's going to happen. I I think there's going to be a big shock to a lot of people come election day. But let's take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about what's going to happen if Trump loses and this delusional concept by the never trumpers that trump is going to fade off into the sunset and never be heard from 